I want to go to the White House. Yeah, play hide and seek. Let's talk about LA getting swept then. Let's talk about that. They deserve all the trolls, all the jokes. Everyone's <laughs> team sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Modern Bull Show. It's episode nine. I'm Ola. I'm Eamon. I'm Paige. I'm Sevian. And we are missing Shaq because she's at GB Camp. Shout out to her. Repping. Really excited to see Eurobasket this year. Expecting her to be in it too. Fingers crossed. Good luck, Shaq. I guess what to expect from the show. It's going to be a lot. All of our teams are now out of the final. So there's going to be a lot to talk about there. And how people are feeling about that. Especially after um, Seth's recent vid- video about the fact that Boston suck. I think there's a lot of- <laughs> A lot, lot of feelings in the room to discuss. <laughs> Obviously, the WNBA has started as well. And there's been some things that we've been seeing. Players of the week are averaging things like 26 points. And with the NCAA, we've also seen some fun stuff from Alexis Morris and um, LSU at the White House. So let's talk about that. And there's so much going on in the culture as well. We're going to be coming to you. Shout out to the Hoop Fix team. Let's talk about that as well. We were all there. Last time I saw you guys were at Hoop Fix. How's everyone doing? Recovering. <laughs> Working hard. Feeling great. Feeling inspired. Yeah, it was a sad, tiring day, man. Sev had a calm day, though. She looked like she was having a great she time. Was <laughs> Chilling. I was working hard and enjoying myself here for all the vibes, all the basketball action. It was it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. always great to catch up with everybody too. Yeah, no, definitely. It was so good to be in that environment again. And my whole family came down as well, so it was always fun. Yeah, yeah. Marvin, guys, Sevian's brother like lives in LA. So when Sevian was in LA living her life, she was with her brother, and then now he came over. I haven't seen Marvin since I think. I don't know, since I was in college, maybe, like, how old is that? Like, 17 years old. Like, that's what I haven't seen Marvin since then. I didn't realise that he lived in LA. Yeah, LA vibes everywhere, baby. (laughs) Shout out to my bro. Let's talk about LA getting swept then. Let's talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Seven, you had such high hopes. Where did it go left? Yeah, where did it go? They <laughs> kept saying that they're going to go on a run, you know. They're going to be in the vibe. LeBron James, we got LeBron James. <laughs> Cut the cameras. Cut the cameras. <laughs> this is painful. I, don't oh know. I feel gosh. like it will be easier to rinse you once you speak. like Because everyone knows you got, you got sweat. So what do you have to say about yourself? <laughs> what do you have to say for your team? You know what? It was so painful. Oh. I just stopped watching basketball. I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to see it. I didn't even want to look at the basketballs in my living room. Like, it was so painful. I didn't see that one coming. I did think we were going to get a couple games. I Well, I thought we were going to go all the way. But once I saw the direction it was taking and father time catching up with LeBron, but also him being injured, it was just like so painful. Mm. Um, the last game, seeing how everybody kind of took a backseat, that first half was sensational. Like I had goosebumps. I was like, this is this is great. I did think LeBron is exerting himself and this is almost a bit too good to be true. Mm. So it was disappointing that we got the, the the loss in the last like final play. However, I'm proud of the Lakers. I'm proud of what they accomplished considering that we had, was it two and 10 start? Came up through the play-in, the Warriors... That was an experience. I'm, I, I've got nothing but um, high hopes for the future. So not too disappointed with how things ended. Obviously, I wanted to see us win. It's something to be proud of. How did you think about feel about that final play? 
obviously there's been so much said about it in terms of like LeBron, like some people have said like LeBron should have gotten to a spot. He should know how to deal with those situations, not look for a sort of bailout from the rest, which obviously he didn't get, even though he was fouled. So how do you feel about that? No, I don't think he was looking for a bailout. I think he literally went hard to the rim. I think it was the right play. It was just unfortunate. And they're not going to call a foul in those situations. Mm. Um, And, and, you know, it's the playoffs. I'm not expecting a foul. So it was the right play from LeBron, the right moves from Gordon and Murray, even though potentially could have been a foul. But Mm. I think it was the right right call and the right play. So I I can live with that. Fair enough. At what point in the series did you know it wasn't coming back? When were you like, yeah, I'm just watching for vibes at this point? No, I was never watching for vibes. I, I I had hope in even in game in in game four. I had hope. Yeah, I really did. Mm. Um, so that's why I was like a bit traumatized when it was actually over. Yeah. And then the whole LeBron could be retiring narrative and conversations because mm. I get it. Like I've been in that situation where I've stopped playing or I've left my team, and it was like, okay, that was the last time I played professional basketball. And in the moment, you don't really think actually I'm gonna this is going to be my last game. But when you're playing and you're not at that level that you're used to, or you're not able to do the things that you want to do, or you could just feel you're not able to, to like exert your body the same way, mm. then thoughts of retirement are very real. And LeBron has worked extremely hard. This might be the first off season where he actually has to have surgery, considering how long he's been playing and he's never had surgery before it's incredible Mm. so there's a lot of things he's probably thinking about this could actually improve his legacy if he took a a year out didn't hurt Michael Jordan so he could come back for the year that his his son comes back in the league potentially but yeah 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 the emotions of Lakers getting swept and LeBron potentially retiring shut me down for like a good week yeah yeah I mean even what's it um LeBron talking about um him potentially taking like as in retiring like I feel like that like there was so much talk about how that even changed the narrative of the whole reality of the fact that the Lakers got swept, that actually all we were talking about was LeBron retiring and not actually the fact that the Nuggets were able to do that. But understandably so, based on everything you've just said. But yeah, I felt for Jokic in that situation that it was like, and and obviously the whole team, that like it was like raw, like this, this, this team has done something incredible and like no one's talking about it. Yeah, shout out to the Nuggets. They played really yeah. well. Jokic is deserving of his uh, accolades, his flowers, because he's been playing incredibly well and he deserves credit for that. And then the whole Nuggets team, they definitely outplayed the Lakers. So nothing but positive things to say there. We'll stop roasting you now. We can move on to Avon. (laughs) I feel like it's when we needed the charge. Avon, do you have anything to say? Any any words for Sev before we move on to you? (laughs) At least we took it to game seven. That's it. Okay, okay. So, public service announcement. Uh, Boston hey. Scouts. <laughs> Insert that video clip, because I agree. No, but that was such a strong comment. I was like, what? <laughs> like, when did she even have time to do that? <laughs> you know, she made me record that video as well. I was like, the audacity. Oh, wait, but wait, did you know what she was going to say? Damon, no. you can't say made me record this video like it was a hostage situation. It felt like it when, you, when it came out of your mouth. I was like, this was a bad idea. <laughs> It was at the end, like, if Avon kite off so quickly, but you heard her reaction, like, she was like, oh. Yeah, you see, there, I would have deleted, and then I would have recently deleted, and then I would, yeah, it would never have been there ever again. 
you know what i wish in hindsight i actually did that but that video is out now i wouldn't be surprised if that got like a million views and it was even retweeted by Boston themselves oh, it's actually memeable content or by like Boston themselves maybe by, maybe by the heat <laughs> <laughs> you never know man they might be like you know what it's true at this point but yeah Avon, how do you feel how do you feel you got to a game seven mm-hmm. but unfortunately didn't bring it home in game seven i feel like game seven Boston do suck. Like, I'm so good <laughs> with that franchise. I feel like we just keep going to like conference finals and we don't actually get to see the team actually flourish, like actually mm. play at the level that they should do. Like mm. in the last round, we were like trolling 76ers for not coming out and showing up at a game seven. And what do Boston do? They mm. come out to a game seven and not show up. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, they deserve all the trolls, all the jokes. I'm super disappointed because yeah. I felt like they should have just lost in, like, five instead of, like, going to, like, game six and game seven. That's sweet. We just had a nice little rest. Yeah. Like, why <laughs> one out a series if you're going to come out to a game seven and just, like, not perform? Yeah, it's unfortunate, though. Like, it feels like whatever it was that he came with, like, Boston just weren't ready for mm-hmm. it. But they have no, like, rotating bench. And then they have, like, their big man is... I don't know. No one can stop Jimmy. Like, it's it's just not working here. Like, you can't keep putting Grant on him. Grant is just big, big for no reason. He's a big man that can shoot threes, and that's it. Mm. And the threes weren't falling for Celtics either in that game. So, as soon no, as... I don't under- I did not understand that strategy yeah. at all. Like, I, I think we shot, like, 42. At some point, you have to, like, switch it up, figure out yeah, a different yeah. way to play, drive, be more aggressive. But we were still shooting bricks. And then also, like, in the first possession of the game, Jason Tatum rolled his ankle. And as soon as that that happened, I was like, yeah, we're not getting aggressive, Jason. We're not going to get the 51 points from him. And that's when you have to look at players like Jalen Brown and Derek White and Al Holford. And these guys need to show up because you can see Jason Tatum actually hurt himself in that game. But none of them actually showed up, um, especially Jalen Brown. He was very disappointed from Jalen Brown. Yeah. And it's hard because I was rooting for him. I feel like Jalen Brown is like the glue in terms of like Jason Tatum might be the puzzle, but like Jalen Brown like is the glue like to make sure everything's fixed and keeps it together to mm-hmm. some degree. But when I saw Jason Tatum do that, you see the SpongeBob, I am about to head out. That was literally mm. how I felt. I was like, but there's no point in me staying up no longer. I might as well go to bed. Mm-hmm. And then after like the third quarter, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually not going to watch anyone. Yeah. I'm quite sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a shame, man. It's a shame. Like, you guys really did fight for it because I don't think, it, like, obviously history was already made in the fact that you came back. Oh, the way I was sweating, the way I was sweating <laughs> before that game, I was thinking, there's no way these Celtics are on the verge of coming back, the first team to ever come back from freeze it down to yeah, go into yeah. the final to yeah. potentially get their 18th, I think it's the 18th year, mm-hmm. uh, chip. Yeah, I would. I would leave the podcast. I, leave the podcast. <laughs> I mean, Ava was going to on the day you guys lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had, I had the, the the energy once they lost because you know, come and join us in Cancun. You know, yeah. we're here together. Yeah. However, I was sweating. I can't like. I was. I would. I did not expect the energy for you guys to come back with those three games, especially after game three was so disappointing. So credit to the, to the Celtics for having that fight in them and playing to the last whistle in game six. But game seven was, yeah, atrocious. 
And you have to like also give it to Caleb Martin as well, who was like an oh, yeah. undrafted rookie in 2018. And like for him to be the hero for Miami throughout this whole series, because after yeah. game three, Jimmy Butler disappeared really. And it was Caleb Martin that was the only guy on um, Miami that was performing. And like when they gave the Eastern Conference MVP to Jimmy over like popularity vote when it should have been Caleb Martin, I thought that's silly because Caleb Martin was the guy that was the only player on the Heat performing game four, five and six. Um, I think he's been extremely efficient as yeah. well. Scoring. Scoring with efficient numbers. So got to give him a shout out as well. Like undrafted yeah, rookie doing that. Have to give credit where it's due. Definitely big props. Well, yeah, it seems like we're all in Cancun. Some of us there <laughs> earlier than others. About to watch a final that probably no one expected to happen. Nuggets and Miami. Like so many have been, people have been talking about this. Like like these are like obviously Nuggets have never been to a conference, but to a final before. Um, and now we've got Miami here as well. Like maybe Jimmy being playoff Jimmy might change that. But a lot of people have been saying that this is like an unmarketable finals to some extent. Like how are you guys feeling about it? No, good basketball is good basketball. It shouldn't really be about... The markets, like if you enjoy basketball, this is going to be a great series. So I don't disagree. I don't. I totally disagree with, with that narrative. However, it would have been great for a, a Boston Lakers matchup, mm-hmm. and I still want to see that. I think the fight for the 18th chip is, is going to be box office. But regardless, Nuggets and Miami still should be entertaining. If you enjoy basketball, we should tune in still. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I think as well, like, just the idea that Nuggets is their first. Like, I think this is going to be like another Sacramento Kings um, situation in terms of, like, the city getting behind them. So many people seeing, like, a whole, like, different side to that city, potentially probably waking so many people up in that area to basketball as well. Because there'll be a reason. Like, it would be, there'll be a reason that they've never got there, as well as the fact that there is a small franchise. Like, it would also be the support as well. And maybe this might be the thing to really shake Denver. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we're going to yeah. get an iconic matchup in Bam and Jokic. Like, if yeah, there's yeah. anyone that can go up against Jokic, it's Bam Adebayo. So, yeah, we're going to see, like, a very gritty game. Someone that actually can potentially stop Jokic in the pain and, like, challenge him. But again, Jokic is too talented. He's two-time MVP. There's no one stopping him. And he, I feel like he's too hungry for the title that mm. even Jimmy and the, he can't stop him. Yeah, yeah. So that's your prediction? You're yeah. saying Nuggets? I'm, I'm with Nuggets. Jamal yeah. Murray, Aaron Gordon, Nikola Jokic. Nobody can stop them. Paige, I saw you shaking your head. What are you saying? <laughs> Do you know what? It's not even that I think it's going to be here. I think I want it to be here. I want it for Jimmy, man. Mm. I don't want it for your kids, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with my head and not my heart because that has been the theme. This whole time I've been like, oh, maybe it could be these guys. It was like, I'm so nervous about what you're about to say. (laughs) CP3 deserves a ring. All of these things. I kept going for the people that I really wanted to win. And now I'm just doing it based on pure facts. In my head, I think it's the Nuggets. I would want it to be Heat, but I think it will be the Nuggets as well. Eamon, are you going to change your vote? Because apparently I'm the golden goose. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I think the Nuggets are too good. Like, I don't, I feel like even if you're going to go with them, I feel like they're still going to win. So, we're on the right side. <laughs> I would also like to call out the fact that every prediction I had, Paige also had. So, we're both as bad as each other. In terms it's just going to cancel out in this series. Paige and Ola are the Drake curse. <laughs> So who are you going for? I was about to pick the Nuggets until you said the Nuggets. <laughs> Join me, Seb. I'm going to have to go with Miami now just just to be the opposite of Ola because 
it's a bit mad. But I just, said, I just said that page also got all the predictions wrong as well. No, it's but now it's really like one on each side. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like <laughs> yeah, battle of the golden goose. <laughs> we'll I, find out who I really. want, I want Miami to win, but my head is telling me the Nuggets are the best. Yeah, team. yeah. How many games? Nuggets in five. Yeah, I'm with seven. That I think five. I'm gonna say six. Nuggets in six. I don't want to say anything because I want the heat to win. <laughs> no, but you <laughs> can say heat, heat and how many? Heat and seven? Yeah. Okay, heat and seven. However, if Miami take game one, then I say Miami got the series. Oh, really? Yeah, because to get a win up in Denver with that altitude coming off yeah. of game seven, that would be a really good win. So if Miami take game one, then I think they've got the series. But overall, I think it's Nuggets in five. It's funny you mentioned altitude because I remember like when we had to go to like Colorado, so going up them ways. And after like being in Miami to Colorado, listen, I thought I could not like breathe. It it makes such a difference. And mm. I'm like, it's so interesting how weather like plays such a part when you got to travel in sport. Because I'm like, mm. I can't, I feel like I've got asthma attack. Like I can't breathe. Yeah, yeah. It was the same. Whenever I go to Nigeria, I usually like go and play with like friends like in the governor's area. And whenever I go, like the first day of playing at that heat is like, because it's all outdoor, all the courts are outdoor. First day of playing at that heat, it's like you just can't move your body. But then by the time it's like the second day, like I don't know what it is about the sun. And it all of a sudden it doesn't make a difference. It's like the sun is giving you energy, but you need to wait for that energy to hit, kick in because that first day is grueling. But altitude, there's nothing, there's nothing worse than that. And that altitude is reason Denver are the best home team in the NBA. So mm. they're the best home performing team, which means that they've got the home court advantage as well. So it's very unlikely that Miami can play at that altitude. Because even like mm. LeBron James, I saw a quote where he said that he struggles to play in Denver due to the high altitudes. Because mm. as soon as you go into Denver in the game, in the game, they announced that you're 5,000 something feet above water. Um, yeah, and then yeah. that plays on the mental toll of players because you're like, oh shit, like I'm actually mm. so high up right now. And then it, yeah, it plays a part in the game as well because like fatigue more quickly. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I remember like actually, because I think Johannesburg is also about 5,000 feet above sea level. I remember when I was there and that was honestly like, it was terrible. I, I, I had altitude sickness. Like one of the people that I was there was having consistent nosebleeds for like the whole week it it literally it is so hard and that's just that's just living your life not even playing basketball i feel like to beat denver at home you probably have to stay up there for like maybe mm. four days just training like maybe mm. a whole week even like just to get used to it because it's such a difference i can almost guarantee that is what coach spo would have done if they had swept boston they would have traveled up there because yeah. they would have had like a good five six days before yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i think this might be difficult that's why i said if miami get game one it's going to be a different story you never know maybe they're training in those ski masks <laughs> just to give them a little bit a little bit of some, some sort of edge because it'll be a good idea to trick the breathing definitely shaq when she was playing i think it was in spain during covid they made her wear like what's the thing called face mask um yeah yeah i mean it makes sense it makes sense shout out to to the teams in the finals jimmy apparently knew that he was going to be there he's out there inviting people asking them if they want finals tickets from early that is everything you need to know about boston and how much they potentially suck that was uncalled for i'm joking. 
Sorry. Sorry. You gotta keep playing on that joke, man, because you guys really rinsed us as well. But yeah, let's move on. Let's talk about the WNBA. It's kicked off. It's finally kicked off. That is that is the news. That's super exciting. Players have been having like amazing runs. Shout out to Arike. Um Arike's out there with 26.7. And then Brianna Stewart as well, 26. Paige, I know you wanted to talk about Brianna. She's literally the goat. Like she's actually unstoppable. Her team this year, they are yeah. I wanted it to be Aces, but no, 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 no. Like, she, yeah, she's got it. It's it's a done deal. I, yeah, I believe it. Hundred percent. It doesn't look like anyone's coming for that team at all. And we were saying that earlier, actually. Like when the trades were happening, and so and we were like, yeah. the team is looking like it's about to be a super team. And it's not even that. It's just her. It's literally her going off and you know it's so it's so beautiful to see Brittany Griner out there she looks like she's having the time of her life mm. I'm so happy for her and it's like it seems like she wasn't even away for that long or at all even like her mm. game is still there like she's still doing what she does so shout out her she's like seeing her on the court it's making my heart smile like mm. she looks so happy like she's where she belongs and I'm so happy for her Paige who is your team aces cool I'm with you there I'm with you there but I don't know because to be honest do it like whoa she's she's like the villain like it's <laughs> too much for me I can't do it I've never had a team I've I've yeah. just followed Candice Parker after coming back from Vegas and LA I'm yeah like, mm, yeah yeah you're feeling it plus they you know it's a good pick it's a good pick <laughs> yeah Plum, look Kelsey Plum's great she's a great leader and so is Candice like both of them together is yeah perfect it'll be interesting to see what happens literally who are you putting your money on new york man but i want it for that <laughs> what are we but i don't know it's hard it's so it's still so early i'm riding with my team like oh. the lakers i'll i'll ride with them riding from the beginning like yep. aces throughout the season i would just be sad if we lose <laughs> yeah because you know that took me out that lakers lost yeah. took me out that's why it's easiest to follow players, because <laughs> then you don't yeah. you don't have the emotional investment like so many people do in Arsenal, and every time they tend to shed themselves. We all know that pain. I speak as an Arsenal fan, by the way. I'm always just. Oh, I had to let that that one go. Because <laughs> I can't have that double pain in my life. Oh, wow. <laughs> how could you cope? I would be taken out right now. <laughs> I feel like being an Arsenal fan is probably the hardest thing you have to do in your life to be an Arsenal fan. Yeah, I would say the same for Lakers this year as well, to be fair. It was a roller coaster. <laughs> but but you know what? I think Boston probably put you on a worse roller coaster. Yeah. Because they gave you that, that taste of hope, like yeah. properly. See, that's and what I don't like. Away. When they give you hope and then they just take it back from you. I'm like, why give it you in first place? Like, just take yeah. it. Yeah. Sweep us. Sweep us. Exactly. <laughs> Sweep us. Bring it. <laughs> Bring the broom. You know what, uh, Honor, that- I really don't like you right now. <laughs> You know, you just got to call these things out. But yeah, it's okay. It's okay. We don't have to keep going back there. But fun stories in the world of women's basketball. Did anyone see LSU at the White House? They win. Yeah, they win. I was waiting for drama. Yeah, we were all expecting so much more. No drama. No, but I'm happy that they win. Yeah. And I guess it was what you said, Paige, right? Remember when we were talking about it and you were saying that the press team are ultimately the ones that are going to make that decision. It's never going to be like the captain. Yeah. I honestly think, yeah, I think... I think maybe Angel was a bit too fast in um, that. I think it was more like, why is um, the opposing team there? It should just be us, and that's where that um, Bim came from. Mm. But ultimately, like she's she's on the radar, like she's hot at the moment. So yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah. she shouldn't have posted that because she can't speak 
for mm. like for the athletic department who will ultimately make that decision unless it's like the whole team doesn't want to go mm. and then it's like oh and I think like maybe if they spoke inside house and they were like um coach we don't want to go or mm-hmm. to the ad oh we, we don't want to go then maybe they'll just say that they don't want to go because i remember south carolina there was a year that they didn't go because um they just didn't like who was in office at the time mm-hmm. so if they spoke in-house but because she's already said that and if they then don't go it looks like angel like runs <laughs> runs things you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah, i feel yeah. like they had to prove that she she doesn't like mm-hmm. she doesn't run the whole team like she don't make executive like decisions like that yeah so yeah. That's where that came from. But I mean, she looked like she had a blast, man. So, yeah, yeah, she was out there hugging Jill. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Helping her out with her jersey, switching it to the right side ahead of the photo. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I'm yeah, happy yeah. for her. I'm happy yeah, for yeah. all of them, honestly. Yeah, I want to go to the White House, play yeah, hide and seek. Did you see her net worth has gone from like 300 and maybe 76K to about like 1.3 million in two wow. months? In Is two she... months. Mad. I would still be a little bit wary of those figures. I think oh, yeah? someone, I, I did hear something about these figures are just where are people getting all these figures from. I think it was like one of the players, but um, yeah, I think that, I think overall playing in college and the NIL has been great for players though. I think it's great for players to get like the value, what they put in, because being a college athlete is not like, it is fun, of course, but I had to stop modeling. So they made me like get rid of my modeling contracts and stuff like that because it meant I wasn't an amateur athlete. And I was like, listen, people got to eat. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like people got to make money. So I I actually envy it so much. So, so much. Yeah, yeah. And actually on that, we've seen, obviously there was a lot of controversy with Alexis Morris's video that came out when she was talking about the NCAA versus the WNBA. Mm-hmm. She's recently come out with her apology as well. Because like, it's like you said, like when we were talking about it, we were saying, why would you want to leave college? Like, look how much money you can make versus how much you'll potentially make in the WNBA. We were seeing players getting cut left, right and centre as well. That was sad. Yeah, that was super sad to see. You know what? Around that, uh, I guess the the media conversations with people getting cut left, right and centre, I feel like I heard more about players getting cut and waived than I do like about games and the season Mm. and it's similar to how the conversation can sometimes be oh why don't we get paid the same amount as NBA players Mm. I feel like those those conversations and that noise should be toned down and we should definitely just elevate more on-court action the players Mm. and and stop highlighting all this the the negative side of things and and literally just celebrate the WNBA and the players instead because the rest of the chatters it just feels like it's being consumed a lot more so Mm -mm. do you remember when I told you like I was like when we talk about the WNBA segment I just felt like it was always like we're just complaining Mm. yeah and I'm just complaining like oh they don't get this they don't get that and I was like but they're actually doing their things like Mm. there's WNBA players that are enjoying and it's like it's a movement it's like British basketball here it's a movement do you know what Mm. I mean as long as it's moving we can't always attack it because when Mm. you attack Mm. too much that's when the investors like we ain't gonna do nothing more do you know what I mean so it's really like you got to balance it like I understand yeah this has got to change but there's things in the NBA that has to change also Mm. so I do understand like these but these are the same conversations so it's not like it's not in conversation with those who need to hear it so I just think yeah like Seb said like let's just focus on the game 
these girls, like their livelihood, like who they are as people, like it's more than ball, right? So let's let's just focus on all that because that's what that's what matters. Yeah, yeah. And that was essentially what her apology was saying. She was saying that, like, she probably should have had the conversations with the people who could do something about it rather than bringing those conversations to the floor. And I think you guys are right. Like, depending where the league is at changes the narrative that we should be having. Like, the NBA is in a position where it is dominant in on the world stage. And actually, they have the money to change the things that we complain about. Whereas the W, we know that they're still doing a lot of work to actually just get onto that stage. So actually, like, some of our suggestions... Like they've probably heard before, to be fair, and they're trying to do something about it. And I guess that's where Alexis was coming from with her apology to address the fact that like she's not trying to she's not trying to tarnish the W. She probably just had the conversations in the wrong rooms. I'm I extremely like I'm proud of her for putting out a apology. Mm -hmm. I think it was just a rookie move. Do you know what I mean? Like normally you could tweet something when you're in college or whatever. It's whatever, do you know what I mean? But now it's like, oh, wow, like, people are paying attention. You've offended some people, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So she, she did the right thing, and I'm, and I'm happy that she did. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's learning, do you know what I mean? She's just yeah, learning. But I do hope, I think one thing that I do hope from it is that you can have an Alexis Morris just like you have a Draymond Green. Like, and that obviously is dependent on the fact that the W needs to get to the place where we can discuss all of the things that it could be doing better openly mm. and know that like they have the ability to change things but maybe right now isn't the time to be having those conversations but equally yeah. like, like in the future the hope is that you can have a Draymond Green version of the dub in the W that would <laughs> like you should be able to I couldn't, I couldn't hope I couldn't cope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be quite terrified because why are you angry all the time <laughs> Yeah, maybe not Draymond specifically. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, one Draymond Green is enough. I can't. I cannot deal. Well, I think also something to to celebrate and to be positive about was the first ever WNBA game that was featured in Canada, which mm. was against the Chicago Sky and Minnesota Lynx, and that was a I believe it was a sellout game. Yeah, um, yeah it was really positive. And and things like that just show there's there's an appetite for for good good basketball, good product, and um, those kind of things should be highlighted over the noise of any controversies or complaints and things like that. So, yeah, shout out to the growth there. Yeah. And that noise yeah. also has like highlighted the fact that they're gonna have a franchise in Canada as well. So there's like talks mm-hmm. of them opening a WNBA franchise in Canada. So it was all through like good vibes, good energy, a sold out crowd. And it's like positivity also brings change. I guess we're also seeing that with the NCAA game coming to to Europe as well. Paris. Yeah, super excited. How wild is that? We held a couple, um, well, high school games last year in the UK. Yeah, yeah. So it's quite interesting how like teams are now like exploring out here to give players the experience and I think because now playing overseas it's so it's such a common thing and it's so like it's well spoken about on social media so it's for like players to to see that for themselves what it's like playing overseas what it takes uh being away from your family so I think it's great preparation regarding whatever 
like route you end up taking whether it's like the NBA the WNBA or just playing overseas so I think it's great for that to be explored actually talking about the UK and basketball let's chat about Hoots Fix that was an absolute amazing success that event it was so great to be there um shout out to the team for bringing us down and getting us involved like you guys how did you find it for me I felt so inspired because that was like the first event that I have ever been to so for me it was very nice to see like everyone the community being together like everyone speaking to each other it was like a very like family event Mm. and everyone felt involved and it was just really nice to see and coming from there I felt so inspired that I was like I actually want to go to more events even if it's not to be invited but to actually spend my money and go Mm. and like experience it and yeah so for me it was like a very good event and I enjoyed it and plus it was Jason Tatum themed and so that was great (laughs) before I didn't want to talk about him but you know (laughs) you know what hearing you say that Eamon is inspiring for me to hear from Mm. your perspective because this is something that I've grown up around been going to events since I was a kid and Crystal Palace is my home court that was the first place where I kind of discovered basketball as well so to hear your perspective and and my version of I guess being used to kind of these events is really nice to see the contrast and hear different experiences as well so no it's really cool yeah yeah 100 percent. i think Eamon, like while we were there we ran into like one of my coaches yeah like yeah like we ran into a coach that coached me while i was at uni and it was like raw like i went to uni up up north so then it was like right everyone's here like this is really community community at its finest like, i haven't seen him you sold out in years sold out. Yeah. Yeah. Paige, how about you? How did you find it? Yeah, I you know what, because we've been doing the backstage work for so long. Take us behind the scenes, Paige. <laughs> <laughs> doing behind the scenes like we have a group chat, so Sam be like, Okay, I have no living room for the next couple of weeks. Because <laughs> like there's so much stuff, like so much packaging that has to go through. And mm. then just putting it all together, like it wasn't stressful, but it's just like, okay, this is it's hands on, right? So then yeah. Oh, once it all came together, it was so nice to see. And, you know, my nephew ended up wanting to come. So we got him tickets and stuff. And that's probably his first basketball event because he's a football guy. Mm. He only comes to my games at London Lions. And then so he doesn't see anything beyond that. So mm. when he was watching it, he was like, wait, where's this person? Why is Auntie Paige not playing? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, so confused on what's going on. But he, he loved it. He got a haircut and everything. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He, he loved it and I think seeing him smile for me that's that's where I'm happy because it's like my nephew's getting more involved going out and for me it's like the younger generation all they want to do is like play PlayStation 20 they don't know how to socialize mm. so it's the fact that we've got him out of his house we've got him out of his bed or whatever and we've got him somewhere else and he's like with other kids it's Whoa, it's a we had a 2K booth so he could come and play PlayStation <laughs> and yeah yeah shout out to those saga on that 2K so that was great. And then just seeing everyone, of course, at the same time I'm working. So I'm like, hi, gotta run, hi, gotta run. <laughs> but yeah, it was great. I'm just so, I'm so proud of Sam. Everything he's yeah, done. He I've been helping Super hard. Super hard. And coming, like, I've been helping him for a couple years. And it was the first time I did it, I think it was like 2016. And staff would only get like a t-shirt, which is like more than enough. But now it's like, we have a whole Jordan outfit we have to wear. We have to wear a lanyard. <laughs> so it's just seeing how like Hoops Fix has grown and mm. like how it's brought a community together. It's 
I don't know, like this is the mecca of British basketball. Like this yeah. is what it's about. If we haven't got hoops fixed, like this is a charity foundation. Do you know what I mean? Everyone who works there does not have to work there. Sam does not have to put in the effort he he puts in, but he does. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So these are people who actually like care about British basketball and care about the exposure and care about like putting the right message out there. So that's why I admire him so much and I just always want to learn and be around him. It's he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. What that team produces is like is incredible. Like from the the socials and the speed mm. at which they were like posting everything. Like that was one of the things that I was like, this is a team that are literally they're all here. They're here right now and they're posting <laughs> all of this stuff. And it's like this team are working so hard. And I think that video that they posted of the pack up and the pack down. Yeah, and like, like the sort of like the time lapse, and I was, the time like, lapse, yeah. I was like, that just showcases like it was when you slowly saw saw like the Jordan banner and the Hoot Fix banner go up, mm-hmm. and you saw how many people it took for them to like level it out. And I was like, so, these people have been here since working so hard. Like, yeah, shout out to them, man. You know, on Friday, like people were there from like seven a.m. till like eleven p.m. I think I got there at like 6 p.m. till like 11 or something. But people were there all day. It's so wild. And you know what? The day just goes because you always got to do something. Mm. So it was just so, so wild. And in that time lapse, I was trying to like find myself at the beginning. I'm like, I'm not going to see myself. Because I was definitely doing some foolish stuff saying, hi, everyone, at the very beginning when we're setting up. And Sam's like, Paige, get to work. And I'm like, okay. Person first. <laughs> yeah, incredible work. But I think the it all paid off seeing the level of production that went into it and seeing how many people like literally was sold out, could enjoy every aspect of the day from the basketball of the best talent in the UK and under 19s level. You could have the whole experience if you've never seen basketball mm. before. Mm. You come there and actually take the takeaway could be oh actually i want to be involved in this not just for the basketball but the culture around it the people the energy the community it was just good vibes everywhere so hopefully people were all happy and um the hard work was uh paying off yeah yeah and we continue to see um basketball in britain elevated definitely like perfect perfect depiction of the fact that it takes a village on that as well obviously we saw the tatums there but we also saw a new colorway at the bal finals. Paige, I see you wearing some of the kit. Exciting times. But BA finals have come to an end with Egypt taking the win. It was so great to see, like, I guess basketball also there growing and expanding and us seeing basketball in Africa. Like, again, just another another showcase of great basketball, great community. And there were so many people that were there as well, as well as the merchandise making its way around the globe. We also saw so many people there as well at the actual finals. Lydia Dinger and her husband got flown out to see the finals. Swag kits all over the place. It was great to see. And Jason Tatum ones as well in a whole new colorway so yeah just another another place where we're seeing basketball grow um Paige what else did you get apart from the hoodie I got a t-shirt and a pair of jays which I can't wait to ball in actually I'm actually gonna play on Saturday so I can't wait to play in them nice did you get the t-shirt with the Africa the Africa t-shirt yeah 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 the one that Steph was wearing on the day yeah 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 yeah. that t-shirt is nice that t-shirt Loving to see basketball grow, man. If people are looking out for the next event coming up in the UK, the Mellow Fastest Tour is happening on Clapham Court on the 9th of June. I believe you can get tickets now. And obviously you can just head down there too. But yeah, speaking of Mellow, Mellow's retiring. Paige, how are you feeling about that? The OG Mellow. Do you know what, Seb? Like, I saw him in 2012 Olympics. Did you? Was you able to see him play also? No, I wasn't. 
I was oh. working at, in Stratford at the time. So was I was around actually? a lot of the athletes, yeah. But yeah, I didn't I get to see good. the basketball. I got to see swimming. I got oh, to see oh. But yeah, so yeah, I think Melo retiring is... I didn't see that coming, but he's had a crazy, crazy journey. You didn't I'm, see it coming, really? <laughs> no, I honestly thought he would just come back. Like, why not? So who's, whose jersey you think they're going to put up in the Hall of Fame? Melo or Jokic? In Denver, I would love them to do both. Yeah. Mm. And I'm really? pretty sure they can do both. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. I think both of them deserve it. Like, it's really hard to pick one or the other. Because what mm. Carmelo did at Denver and then what Jokic has done at Denver, like, they're on par to be great players in Denver's yeah. history. Like, there's no other players. When you you think of Denver Nuggets, you can't think of any other players but Jokic and Carmelo Anthony. So mm-hmm. it's gonna it's a bit of a shame if they don't retire both of them, even though they bear the same number. But yeah. I would love them to both put it up right next to each other. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, guys, let us know what you think. Who, whose numbers should be retired? Should it be both? Will it be both? Make sure that you're following us on socials at More Than Ball. It's been us. It's been episode nine, and I'll catch you on the next one. Bye, guys. Everyone's team sucks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>